Oh, kicking it with Jesus. What's up, y'all? Kicking it with Jesus. Is that the tagline? Parishioner Spotlight. Janet Sims, kicking it with Jesus. In your name, in the Father, and of the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Excellent. You know, I prayed the other day at a uh, at a, a meeting, a marriage prep meeting, and everyone was like, Tom, your prayer is better than Father Jesse's. <gasps> I don't want to boast in my <sighs> prayer, but I'm, I think I'm a good prayer. You are a good prayer. <laughs> yeah, that's You're like excellent. pretty upper echelon. I can, <laughs> by the way, by the way, prayer, I can hear your gum. <laughs> I kind of forgot that I, <laughs> sorry. I kind of no, forgot. No, that's not gross. That but I, I had, you were praying, and I was like, "What, was is, what is that sound?" And then I <laughs> look like, over, and he's like, <laughs> "I was like, he's gonna go, and he's gonna edit this, and he's gonna be like, and I'm just, so I'm just I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. mom you right now." Cool. Well, welcome to the Being Church podcast, and everyone, where we work to encourage and inspire our St. Louis community. We came up with that uh, with that tagline over yeah, the break. Good. It was good. We went to coffee. We I think nice. coffee, I think solving world problems around coffee is just a brilliant way. The to, world would be. It is. I think the world would be better. We if, just around the table. Just was, hung out. Yeah. It would be. Coffee's great stuff. Yeah. It is. It, is. it can heal the world. It can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm Tom. I'm Elisa. And today we have a special guest with us, uh, Janet Sims, Miss Janet Sims. Hello. Thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, no problem. Is this uh, a dream of yours to be on a podcast? <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say it's a dream. Never thought uh, I would be on a podcast, but here we are, and here I am. <laughs> no, this was like I texted Janet on Wednesday, <laughs> and she was like, sure, no problem. Yeah, we were actually, it's just, it's so fun uh, for Tom and I to get together and talk about, you know, how many, you know, when we sit down and we start talking about how many people in the parish that we would love to, I feel like we would want to just one by one sit everybody down and just hear kind of the story of how they came upon St. Louis and and what uh what parts that god has really kind of played in in their lives um it's all just so interesting and yeah encouraging the point of all this technology is to like put people in touch with people right and so we kind of want the listeners to get to know you a little bit janet so tell us just a little bit about i guess yourself but also like how you came to st louis okay so uh i am a Mother of one. Yes, you are. My <laughs> pride and joy, Jaden. I'm pretty sure most people have seen him around in some type of capacity because whenever I'm here, he's here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's always true. churching, so he's with me all the time. Uh, I like to volunteer a lot. I'm overworked, overstressed, doing a lot of different things. Yes, you are. <laughs> like, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, I volunteer. I, you know, full time mom. I work full time and school full time. So my plate is just full of a lot of things, but all of those things are things that bring me a lot of joy. Yeah. And also a lot of chaos to me. <laughs> yeah. I love that the first, I mean, I guess moms do this, yeah. but I asked you like, describe yourself. And you said, I'm a mom. Yeah. Like that was the first thing. Mm-hmm. Your relationship with Jaden is really important. You know what? It's a defining thing to be a mom. So I guess that's why moms kind of put that out there first, because it's one thing to be yourself and going through life by yourself. But when you become a mom, it like adds so much more extra that you didn't know you maybe had mm. in you until you had to mom it up. So, right. 
Yeah, that's why you always start with mom. <laughs> that's the first yeah. thing on your mind, I guess. I love it. Yeah, I love it. So Tom was telling me a, a, a crazy, like it to me, it's like a crazy story. It's very crazy. When we were talking about you, he was like, have you heard the story of St. Louis and Janet? And I was like, no. And so he told me a little bit. So I would love for you to kind of talk to us about like that first initial uh, visit. Yes, visit. Okay, so when I first came to Austin, I was looking for a church home. And I was just kind of like, okay, I need to find somewhere to go. I really, honestly, at this point, don't care what church it is. It can be Catholic, Pentecostal, Baptist. I don't care. Oh, right. so the, the denomination wasn't, like, important Well, to you know, you. it wasn't at the Because you, you were raised Baptist, right? I was raised, yeah. Okay. I was born okay. and raised Baptist, and... It wasn't really important to me for domination. It was more about people, a kind of a connection. Like I needed to feel as if God was moving in the place hmm. where I was. That was like the most important thing about it. But at the end, I ended up at St. Louis. Okay, so I Googled on my phone and I'm like, church is near me, near the area where I live. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay. It's like, cool. All right, Google, help me with the Jesus thing. So... <laughs> I get, I look at the list and at the top of the list is St. Louis and it was one other Catholic church. I can't remember the other church. It might've been St. Albert the Great or something like that. But they were second. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. But either way, they, somebody else was on the list too. So sure. I looked at St. Louis and I was like, you know what? Just something told me, go to that church. And then a lot of other connections were coming with me. I'm like, St. Louis. King of France. I'm from Louisiana. Louisiana Purchase. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we can, we can work the whole France thing. I'm like, I can, I can feel a little kinship with that. So like you had a connection before you even came here. Yeah, but it was a connection that I don't think before that point in time I would have been ready for mm. at that time. But I came to St. Louis on a Saturday night for oh, a Saturday okay. Vigil Mass. And I said, I made a prayer before... I came, I was like, okay, Lord, I need three things to happen to me when I go to church. If this does not happen, I am walking out and I know this is not the church for me. Just making deals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's putting it out there, Lord. Yeah, I mean, I had to just put it out there because, you know, it was very important for me because I've always been a part of any church that I've gone to and been a part of, you know, the fabric of that church and community. So I had to feel like somewhere was going to be home. So mm-hmm. I asked the Lord to just, you know, someone needs to greet me. Someone needs to talk to me. Mm-hmm. If no one talks to me, I don't think I can do this. And, you know, it's kind of funny and it's kind of mm-hmm. nerdy. So don't judge me. No judgment. Well. No judgment. No, this so- is a judgment free <laughs> yeah, zone. This absolutely. I also said like something has to connect with me outside of that. Like I have to really feel at home. Like something has to just bring it all in for me. And so no sure pressure, St. Louis. <laughs> right? God. Or God. Or God, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no pressure, but it just needs to happen. So I come in and I sit down at a pew and I have my Catholic Bible because it's been a while since I've gone to a Catholic mass. No stranger to it, Catholic school and stuff. So I'm like, okay. And the lady next to me, she spoke to me. She was like, hey, how are you doing today? Is just this like your- random. Random. Just That's awesome. Looked over at me. Hey, how are you doing? Is this your first time, you know, at a mass in a while? I was like, yeah. She was like, okay, I'll help you through it. Wow. 
So what? Wait. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this like, is insane. I was like, what? Right. So she like this blew my mind because I'm like, wow. Like, okay, God, I, I see you. you. You you're working on this. You're really working on it. And then, you know, even though I'm a Texas transplant, I still have love for the hometown. So, <laughs> yes, we all know. <laughs> yeah. So when I saw all the Florida leaves around, I'm like, yes. I'm like, God, you, you're working this, this connection thing that I asked you for. I was like, God, what else you got to throw in? Because you've already met all the things that I asked for. Yeah. I'm like, am I going to get... Wait, what were the three? You wanted someone to talk to you? Someone to talk to me. Yeah. I needed to feel like I was at home. Yeah. And I needed to feel the presence of God. Mm, okay. So I felt all of that. Like God was a tangible thing. Like I could reach out and touch him when I came in this church. Wow. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right. I'm like, God, if you want to throw in a little Lanny app, which is means a little something extra. Yeah. I'm like, I'm all totally it's cool Louisiana. for that. Oh, Louisiana. Speaking. Yeah, Louisiana words. So... <laughs> Sure enough, God has a sense of humor. I swear he threw in the something extra for me and I Millennia. made a connection. Yeah. And this is where the nerdy judgment thing comes in. So <laughs> I said, don't judge me. So I am a huge, huge Harry Potter fan. Where I uh, didn't even know that. How long have I known you? Wait, okay, okay, I've keep been going. Here five years. Yes, yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, Father James actually was given the homily that night. And he went up to give the homily. And I'm like, wow, this podium is an eagle. And I'm thinking Ravenclaw, the house of Ravenclaw for <laughs> Harry Potter. And it was ordinary time. So all the banners were green. And it's I'm like, green. Slytherin. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Harry Potter. I'm like, I'm like, God, you are like working something serious it's ridiculous. here. Ridiculous. That's just a, oh, absolutely it, hilarious. It was absolutely. Serious. I was like, okay, God, I think I'm gonna give it a chance, and it just so happens that because God is just awesome, as we all know. Sure enough, the announcements, the question was like the invitation was to come out and hear about the church and about RCIA and if you have any questions mm. about the Catholic faith and, and everything. And I was like, well, God, are you calling me to be Catholic now? Is this is this the, the end of my journey? Is this where you want me to be? And sure enough, I was like, you know what? It just happened. It was on a Tuesday night. I'm like, that's a perfect night for me to go. Wow. Like wow. it ended up just working out really well. And from that moment on, I've kind of been St. Louis ever since. And the same lady that greeted me when I came into church ended up being my sponsor when I came through. Holy I can't, smokes. I can't even handle that right there. I mean, yeah. that is, couldn't be written more beautifully. You know, uh, one of the things that you said when you were speaking where you said, you said it was wherever I've been to church, I've been part of the fabric of right. that church. And mm. that is just such a beautiful way to say it. Like that we are part of the very, fabric of St. Louis that, that we're, right, and, I mean, and then, and that you called that you needed to feel like you were home. Right. And I think it's very important for us to remember that we are all pieces of thread that are working the fabric of the church. So no matter what it is you do or choose not to do, or have you get involved in church, you are a part of that very fabric. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, I just can't believe that this <clears throat> woman ends up being your sponsor. I, yeah, she ended up being my sponsor. Like, I mean, we just kept in close contact. As a matter of fact, that same night for mass, she took me out to dinner. Wait, what? 
Yeah, she was like, hey, you want to go out and eat? I was like, okay, sure, yeah. So she took me out to eat. She was like, I know you're new to the area. Like, so, you know, I just want to, you know, welcome you in and, like, we can just have dinner and talk. And we exchanged numbers and talked and kept in contact. And she's no longer in this area. She had to move out of state for her job. But we are Facebook friends and we're still close and we still communicate. That is amazing. Just, just the inspiration that that me, me like means to me to, you know, pay attention and well, yeah. I mean, how important, I mean, you are such a huge part of so much yeah. that, that is St. Louis and that all started with somebody welcoming you. Right. Cause I mean, it's, it's mm. very important because even if someone is already Catholic or, you know, trying to find a new home, everyone wants to feel welcome. Like that's the one thing that we have to do as people in general. Doesn't even matter religion. You have to welcome people. People have to feel as if they can let their guard down and actually be at home or make a home. And she did that for me. Like after that moment, I didn't look for any other church home. I knew that this was it. This was going to be my church home. And I was going to be Catholic because that level of welcoming and that level of feeling at home doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. And it, it should happen more often. Right. She didn't just welcome you. Like, she wasn't just like, hey, is this your first Mass? Oh, cool. She was like, can I help you, like, go through the Mass? Like, yeah. she she walked with you and you're fir- like, I don't know. That's really awesome and really important. It It's, I think sometimes it's really easy to go to church and just kind of like, be in our shell, right? right? And just like laser focus, me and Jesus. But it's like, there's people literally next to you in the pew that you've never met before. Say, hey, hey, I'm Tom. Right. Happy Sunday. And you know what? I think that's part of the reason too, why I try to, I mean, like I do all the things here at St. Louis. I do a lot of stuff, but I try to make it a point when I go to mass to speak to the people that I see. Like even Mm -hmm. when I'm in the North X, I try to, you know, if I see a family, I'll go say, hey, I'm Janet and introduce myself and just really get to know that family and talk to them. And if I see them again at a later date, mm-hmm. I, you know, go back and reintroduce myself like, hey, you know, I don't know if you remember me. I'm Janet. I spoke to you at this mass. Yeah. How are you doing? How's the family? And I try to like remember names and I kind of try to emulate that too for Jaden as well, which is why I think it's important for him to always be with me when I'm doing all the things because I want other people to know it is him and for him to bring other people in and just feel feel like home and weave itself also into the very fabric of St. Louis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, I, this place would be, it's very good, but it would be very different if everyone was as welcoming as this woman was to you. I feel like I want to shake <clears throat> her hand like, like well done. Because <laughs> honestly, like she's, she's given this community a gift, right? If this is, this was her home, like she brought in a new family member right. and like, <laughs> Janet, you do do a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a yeah. good family family member to have. So Tom and I were also kind of talking about just any, like, is there anything, we're really interested in the way that God has kind of worked in the lives of right. uh, the people at St. Louis. You know, today Father Doug was talking in his homily about kind of like looking over your life and like those moments that stand out, just any pivotal moment moments where you kind of see a shift or a change. Um, it's always really kind of uh, informative to look at the places in our lives that have kind of uh, 
meant a shift. Are there any here on here on these um, spotlight stories? We really want to talk to people about where where are those you know God moments, those moments of grace where you really kind of felt that God was working in your life. Well, you know, just right off the bat, I mean, this is like the perfect time to talk about this because this is like the new year and. You know, at the beginning of every new year, I like to kind of go back and reflect over things and just kind of look over life. So I would have to say I have two, well, more than that, but two like really major pivotal points in my life that kind of brought me, I guess, to the next level, you know, leveling up with God and everything. So the first one was really back in 2009 when I uh, found out I had thyroid cancer. So that kind of brought me more into my, into faith and just that connection with God, because your connection with people is very important. But sometimes I think too, if it's in your nature to be a giver and a nurturer, because I like to nurture everybody, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's my baby. You know, mm-hmm. I like right. to nurture everyone. Uh, so you give so much of yourself, but you forget to kind of save a little bit for you to keep developing your relationship. Right. So that kind of made me go back and look inward Mm -hmm. and look at where I was with God and how I could transform myself even more to be the Jesus that someone else sees. Because I wasn't quite all the way where I probably should have been. I'm like, someone's probably looking at me and they need to see Jesus. Hmm. Are they seeing that Jesus in me the way that they could? Right. Because I'm reaching out, helping everybody else, but I need to help me on my walk as well. Yeah. So that was one pivotal moment. And I would have to say, like, coming here to St. Louis was that other pivotal moment. Like, once I finished with the RCIA process and actually became a member of this church, that brought about changes, too, because because of my uh, RCIA class, it's the way I actually got involved with RCIA. And that wasn't even something I was thinking about doing, period. Right. But people in my class were like, hey, Janet, I think you would be really good at RCIA. And I'm like, Duh, shut up. Really? No. <laughs> They're like, no, really. You should get involved. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, and enough people said it. And even some people that were on team. And I'm like, okay. So... Three people say it, that's confirmation for me. Like, I, I need to go ahead and <laughs> pay attention Pay attention <laughs> yeah. to this. So I did. And from there, kind of everything else just kind of added on, like sparks and youth ministry and high school confirmation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm just really enjoying what I do and my walk in God, in my faith, through this church in the way that I am outreaching and my interactions with other people through these programs has helped my walk because I've learned so much more because of the help I'm giving to other people than I could have done to have said I just studied by myself. Oh, it's so true. And I've learned so, so much just from everybody because everyone has a story to tell, which is part of the reason we're here. Everyone has a story and it's so good to hear those stories because they touch us all in different ways that we need it. So it's cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things that you just said about um, 
that I think is really interesting is that you said when you received a cancer diagnosis and you paused that you understood that you needed to kind of work on yourself, which, you know, to me is just kind of, because a lot of times we do tend to give, 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 and you, you can't, you can't give from a place of scarcity. And so Mm -hmm. it's really, it's really interesting to me that in something that was so kind of, uh, big that's a big thing for you to have taken for you have taken like that as an opportunity to grow yourself and your relationship like taking a pause and saying okay this is an opportunity for me and god to to get stronger for that relationship to get stronger is amazing yeah what what's that like to really um i guess just kind of grab a hold of yourself and be like i'm not where i need to be right now how do i get there you know what? Because, Does that make sense? Like yeah. because of that, you know, diagnosis and just going forward, I always tell other people, and I say it often, that self care is the best care. Because if you don't take care of you, whether it's mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever it is, you can't. You don't have the capacity at that point to give to anyone else because at that point. You're just really surviving and living off of fumes. You're not thriving. Mm-hmm. Right. And the whole purpose of life and living is to be whole in the areas that you can be whole in. And thank the Lord that we serve such a awesome God who makes us whole in the areas we are deficient, that he can help us with those things. But we have to take that step also. Mm-hmm. To right. take care of ourselves. Because if we don't, yeah. who's going to take care of us if we don't? Yeah. I mean, I think especially for, I mean, anybody, but for, for moms, right? Like we were just talking kind of silly before yeah, about, but right. you, moms are always concerned about their kids or their husband or whatever, just like things. And right. I mean, dads are too. They're concerned about their families. But but I think in a special way, mothers are always uh giving they're always outward focused you know right. and and so to take a step back and really focus on okay what am i supposed to do right now what are me and god supposed to do right now um i think it's really hard but it's you're right it's absolutely necessary do you think that your involvement in the community was like a form of self-care or do you think that you needed to care for yourself so that you could be here you know what i think it's a little bit of both, a little bit of both actually okay. yeah. cool cool yeah, because I, I mean, I find that like when I'm having a bad day, there are days that I don't want to be here. But when I come and I serve, I leave much right. better. Like I'm in a better place when I leave, you know. Right. And so community has that give and take sort of aspect to it, I think. That was the other right. thing about your story that I really loved is just just the, the affirmation that community uh, helps us in so many ways. It helps us learn more. And I'm the same way. I didn't know. I don't, I didn't know anything really about my faith. And as a cradle Catholic, like you would think that you knew people assume that, you know, because you're Catholic, right, but, right. but then when you go and you, you volunteer and you actually teach this stuff, then you're right. like, oh, 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 I, I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. And I didn't know that. And it becomes just like this really great opportunity to learn about your faith with other people. And you don't, you don't feel alone and you don't feel like you're left out on an Island, just really, uh, by yourself there's the community aspect of, of volunteering right, is right. because a lot of the volunteering opportunities we have here, you're, you're on a team, you're working with other right. people mm-hmm. and it's, it's nice. And you know, like 
RCIA, like I said, continues to teach me so much. But, you know, when I first uh, came to the church, I actually thought about just going through regular confirmation and not doing RCIA because, I mean, I thought, well, I was catechized well enough because, I mean, Catholic schools and everything. So I knew the religion just wasn't something that before St. Louis was an interest to me. Right. But I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to go through the longer process because it's some certain nuances that I think I will get the the bare bones answers to that I need. And not only that, I think maybe I can also be a help to someone if they see my journey as well, Mm -hmm. because I think you're coming to it from a different space when you're in confirmation as opposed to RCIA, especially because it's such a longer process. Oh yeah. It's intense. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, this, this will help somebody while it's helping me, you know, ministering to others while they're ministering to you is the perfect way to live that community life. I've been really into the word accompaniment lately. Accompaniment, it just means like walking with each other on the journey, right? And that's exactly what you're talking about. Um, Sometimes I I think that just going back to like, Jen, I will always remember this this part of your story, this woman who just said hi to you at mass. Um, Because it's such an easy thing to do, but it can make such a big difference. It can. And I think sometimes people are afraid to sort of reach out to help each other on the journey because they're like, well, I don't, I don't know everything. I can't, I don't have anything to offer, but literally it just takes a hello. It takes a, Hey, how are you? Do you know, like, can I help you find where we're, are the readings are? Like, do you need right. a worship aid? Or like, do you know where the bathrooms are? Right. Like right. accompaniment looks, it's so, there's so many forms of it. Um, and you wouldn't be here if there weren't people helping you along the way and other right. people wouldn't be where they are if right. you weren't there to help them right. along the way. Right. right. And so you're right. Everyone's got a story and they're woven together. I like this theme that we can. We don't rehearse these things. People. I know. These just these just happen. It's the Holy Spirit. Right. It's the Holy Spirit. He really he really likes us to be together in community. So you see, look at that. Holy Spirit gave me some words that were helpful today. So it's great stuff. Yeah, it's absolutely, they were helpful. Stuff. So tell us a little bit um, about uh, Jaden and bringing him up here in this community of of St. Louis. What has that meant for you guys? You know what? It's awesome because. Jaden's old enough to where I was like, you know what, when I decided to be Catholic, I didn't necessarily make that decision for him at first. Right. I'm like, okay, son, you're old enough to make this decision on what it is. Like, if you want to be something other than Catholic, like you go with me to RCIA and everything all the time. I'm like, but as long as you serve the Lord, because that's a requirement of my household. Right. <laughs> like we serve the Lord here. If I got to take you to another denomination, I will do that just as long as you have a relationship with God. I'm fine with that. Right. Well, for the longest of time, he just could not come up with a Like he just wasn't nothing speaking to him. And he was coming with me to mass every Sunday and coming with me to RCIA. Like he's doing everything with me. Like I say, he, he got catechized when I got catechized in RCIA. Like he's got to be one of the, most catechized kids I know because he's Probably. been through like a few things more than once. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he has. Yes. Yes, he has. <laughs> but when I finally was like, well, hey, son, since you don't know where you want to go, how about being Catholic? Is that something that you're good with? Like, do you feel good about that? And he was like, okay. So he gave me his fiat, his yes. Hmm. And we went through this journey 
And I have to say that I have found that Jane is thriving. Yeah. He's really thriving in this community. Yeah. Because of the families that we know in the community that we've built and other kids that he knows. And like, I just see positive changes within mm-hmm. him. I see that he's a kid that likes to go out and give that hello, that hello that's needed, right? that I needed to join St. Louis. He is the hello. Yep. Yep. He does that. And that's just the nice thing about it is that um, hopefully St. Louis can be a place where not uh, not just individuals are encouraged in their faith walk, faith walk but that we encourage entire right. families that we're mm-hmm. that we're uh, embracing and engaging all families, and that we're that this is a safe. You know, St. Louis for my family is a safe place to land. Every Sunday, mm-hmm. you can count on it. It's it here. Is. The people are. You know, Jaden got today. We had a, a training for our leadership team, and yes. Jaden is on the leadership team. And you know, Jaden walks in, and there just is this wonderful sense of um, of home among those teenagers and for somebody like me to be watching from the outside and watching kids little by little learn hey like you're a safe place to land you're an encouraging place to land you're and often you're a fun place to land like this is a fun place to be these people are fun people to be around um and it's all in a in a in goodness there's goodness oh, yeah. to be found here. And so you never feel bad about what you're doing or anything right, like that. Right. It's just such a, a happy, whole place to be. And so to kind of watch that unfold for for Jaden has been, has been really, really special. Yeah, because he's really starting to come into his faith. Like, I think this is like the time he's really starting to blossom in right. his faith. And I think that's a beautiful thing to see. And even before this process of him blossoming happened, you know, going to mass every Sunday, you know, you're used to seeing certain families and seeing them there. And we're just a small family of two, me and Jaden, but certain families, it brings us joy to see certain families that we're used to seeing all the time, even Mm -hmm. if we don't speak or don't get a chance to say hello, because I know for the longest of times, like before I actually met the Gretton courts, uh-huh. like I would see them. And when she was pregnant, like, I swear, like I'm, I'm waiting, like I'm with excitement, <laughs> yeah. like waiting on yeah. baby to get here. Like, yeah. oh my goodness. And when she wasn't at church, I'm like, did she have the baby? Like I'm telling Jane, like, did she have the baby? Like, we're just, you, you get caught up in the lives of the people with you. That's in your community. Even if you don't speak, just know that people take notice mm-hmm. of you and know when you're not there because mm-hmm. So used to seeing you in the community. So you know when you go to church, the people that need a hello because you know who is not a regular at your service. Right. That is what I'm going to repeat that real quick. I liked that little (laughs) sentence. That was a good sentence. If we are regulars, if you're going to the 1130 mass, ooh, Janet, you just put like a, uh, like that's like a, uh, Next month's episode. <laughs> no, like I just feel like you just gave me like a, you, you threw it down and you're like, okay, Lisa, this is your homework. This is your, I'm, this is your charge for this next month. That's right. I'm giving homework, y'all. You oh, know, man. you know, I know. <laughs> the listeners are like, what? What? Uh, Did she give us homework? 
the Molinas have been to 1130 Mass for 15 years. So they know mm-hmm. who goes to 1130 Mass. And uh-huh. so what you just said is the Molinas should also know who are not regulars. Mm-hmm. And so if they're paying attention, they should also know who are not regulars. So the Molinos, the Molinas should know who to say hello to. Exactly. And that goes for mm-hmm. anyone who frequents any particular service. Like lately, I've been kind of going to Saturday because schoolwork is kind of kicking my butt here. But <laughs> so I have to kind of sleep in because I'm keeping late night hours. But oh. I still know in the time that I've gone to Saturday, like I know who the regular people are and I know who generally sits in the area where I sit. Right. And I know who is around me. So there's someone different. Then I know, but since I also frequent the 930 Sunday mass, right. if any of those people show up, I know who they are because those are my services. I really love this idea. You've got me really, really thinking and really, really challenged. That's the word. You're a, showing a little yeah. bit of a challenge of like, mm-hmm. pay attention. One. Right. It's a challenge to be aware of like, right. who's, the, who's who, who's not, not to say like, oh, you go every week, you're in and you're new, you're weird, but it's like. No, you're new. Welcome to St. Louis. Yeah. Can I yeah. take you out to Taco Deli? We actually went to sushi. My, my girl. Sushi. sushi. What? Oh, this was, girl already. I was, can't even. It was Saturday Can we night. say what is her name? Yeah, her name is Victoria. Victoria. You're the bomb. My goodness. Sushi. Thank you so much, Victoria. The bar is so high. Wait, wait, wait. Victoria. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for Janet. Yes, thank you so much for Janet. Elise is all getting defensive over here. I'll I'll rewind. Thank you so much for Janet and for Jaden because that was that was the fruit of your hello. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're like the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> well, Janet, we are so glad that you were able to come in today and tell us a little bit about your story and we're so blessed and happy to have you as our uh, as part of our church family. Mm-hmm. Um Pray for us. We'll continue to pray for you. Yeah, Janet, you're evidence that uh, God actually does work in our life. And if we're just aware of it, we can share that story. So thanks for listening to the Being Church podcast. Uh, you can like and subscribe and share with your friends. Janet, share with all your friends. They want to hear your, your story. Victoria, we want Victoria to hear our, all oh, the yeah. praises. Vic- Victoria will definitely hear this. I'll make sure she knows. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> That's awesome. And go be church. Go be church.